Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome inside the latest edition of Across the Cavs. Zach Weiss with you, new network. Network 216, now the proud home of Across the Cavs. Excited to be part of the network, to be bringing the show here. A lot of great things to come. Some great folks here made a very easy decision to come join the team. Very excited. Getting a lot more video content. You see my face, right? Who's that guy behind that voice that you see here and there? That's me here. Plenty to talk about. Yes, the Cavs are out. It stinks. But it is what it is, you know? Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's not. We got to the playoffs. We won a game. Talked with Brett Usher last week about the second round of the postseason and what's been going on. We got the Heat up 2-1. We got the Lakers up 2-1 on the Warriors. We got the Nuggets and Suns tied at 2. That series has been a dogfight. And, of course, Boston and Philly also tied at 2. Two more game fours happening tonight. A couple of guests will be coming on the program next week. A first-time guest and a returner. A couple of different episodes will be happening, so looking forward to that. But postseason, man, this has been great. It really does stink that we don't have more Cavs action, but, you know, it is what it is. That's life sometimes. They're looking good, the the, the teams that are playing. Oh, where's I going to go with that? The teams that are playing are looking really good. Really happy for Miami, and we'll talk about Kevin Love very shortly. But, you know, we, we look at things and how everything's been going. And these series, all four, have been so exciting. We're getting great moments. Jimmy Butler is, is tearing it up. Bam Adebayo is, is having his moments. Max Truth is going to play himself into a really nice payday. Just another undrafted guy that's going to get some money from the Miami Heat. Go figure. For New York, you know, there was a time where I was cool with the Knicks. You all know I live uh, right near MSG. I'm just outside New York City. So with that said, I, I never had an issue with them. I've grown up watching them. I've had a uh, lucky enough opportunity to talk with Mike Breen on a couple occasions. He's a really, really stand-up guy. Ed Cohen, the radio announcer, fantastic fellow. But Nick's Twitter still rubbing me the wrong way. You know, I can't with them. They really think they're high and mighty. They think as a five seed they knocked off the Cavs or this amazing team. And look, we're all a little cocky sometimes, but I feel like as a fan base, there's only a few Cavs fans that go over the top. And in the Twitter age right now, you know, you look at a team's Twitter following and the type of people that talk about the team as an accurate representation of what we know to be a fan base. And I really don't like the Knicks. For some reason in my feed every day, there's these multiple accounts of New York basketball and I'm getting so tired of it, of seeing this all. Like, it's good for Hardenstein. Obviously, his time with the Cavs was brief, and I feel a little less love for him as I have, as I do for some other former Cavs that have been around the league. But I'm tired of seeing the Knicks. I don't care if he plays well or not. I'm, I'm past that. But Kevin Love, on the other hand, I am a big Kevin Love guy. That hasn't changed. Love what he brings, no pun intended. Maybe pun intended. Whatever you want. And... He's had some real nice moments for the Heat. He hasn't been amazing, no, but in that last game on Sunday, four points, nine rebounds, four assists. The outlet passes are unreal. It was the final game against the Bucs when he put up 15 and 12 that made a difference. And look, 
Three games against the Knicks. He's only made six of 23 shots, or six for 21, four for 13 from deep. But he's grabbed 20 rebounds. He's dished out nine assists. He's thrown outlets. He's obviously gotten them some second chances. He spreads the floor at times and takes the bigs for New York away from the rim. And the funny thing is, in the regular season, 21 games of the Heat, he was even worse than he was with the Cavs. Eight points, six rebounds, two assists. Those are all down from what he averaged with the Cavs. 39% from the field, almost identical, and just 29.7% from deep. Not amazing, but he's paying dividends. Miami doesn't have Tyler Hero. Miami doesn't have Victor Oladipo. Who do they have? They have Kevin freaking Love. Look, he's not a star. We know that. He hasn't been a star in a long time. But he makes an impact. He's a threat. You can't leave him open or eventually he's going to get hot. Feeling like game four, which is happening tonight, it's going to be an avenue for Kevin Love to heat up. You know, he's going to have his moments. We know him to be a guy that can play some serious basketball. And when we consider that, what he brings to the table, he's good. He hasn't been that bad. We talk about the bad numbers, but he's made good plays. He moves the ball well. He's a, not, he's a guy to, to make, that can play and make sure Jimmy Butler can't be doubled because he's a catch-and-shoot threat. You know, and he's the one we're highlighting here as the former Cav, one of the bigger names still in the postseason that's still getting real minutes. Obviously, LeBron James, and we're going to get to the West. But, man, he's still got game. And just to see him out there and starting, it's really, really nice. And in this series, we really just need the Heat to win, right? Get the Knicks out of here. Nothing against their broadcasters. They're fantastic, arguably the best in the NBA, and that's saying a lot because we got John Michael and Tim Alcorn, Austin Carr, Jim Jones, Brad Darty. We got Sean Pebbles, one of the best PA guys in the game. Obviously, the Knicks environment is pretty crazy, and it was too much for the Cavs to take. But I'm just done with the Knicks coverage. It's all right. They had their moment against us, but if they were able to tie the series tonight, regain home court, I'm very worried about Miami should this thing be tied 2-2. I think they need to win tonight, just like how they rallied from getting destroyed by the Bucks in Game 2 to win the next three. They need this win tonight. So come on, Heat. Just do it. Do it for South Beach. Get this thing done. And a reminder, folks, talking about Network 216, one of our sponsors is Underdog Fantasy. It's the best an easiest place to play fantasy sports. Let's you draft a fantasy dream team in just minutes. So if you sign up now with the code NETWORK216, then you'll double your first deposit up to $100 in bonus cash. When you make your first deposit of $10 or more, deposit $100, get $100 free. With their slick mobile app and user-friendly website, you'll have no problem jumping in and drafting your squad. Pick them games. If you went up to 20K on your money in one night, pick between two and five players and can also pick from rivals, which pits two players against each other. Underdog Fantasy. Hop on now. So we come back here on this Monday afternoon. Again, great to be with Network 216. Looking forward to the opportunities and being with the network, getting some inner network collaborations going. 
Obviously, y'all know I was in the Hoops Pod Net before. Had a number of great people come on the show as a result of, of sharing the network. Definitely helping the show greatly. So to the point we can do this here today. The postseason has been fun. We talked about the East. Let's talk about the West. The Lakers Warriors series. They play tonight. I can't contain my excitement. You know, wish we had Della Vadova out there. He'd certainly be doing something on the floor to hinder some of these great guards. But Steph and Clay have had some monumental performances, and then there's been some duds. Clay Thompson was not ready for the spotlight in that last game. He got off to a hot start, and his final line was 5 out of 14. After scoring 30 and 25 the previous game, he's had a very good postseason, all things considered. We look at Steph, who had barely shot it in game two. He had 23-4-3, but not nearly enough. The Lakers have had him. And on two of the three games, he shot under 50%. Obviously, that's not the benchmark for being very good, 50%. But there's some work to do. Clearly, there's some work to do for Steph and Co. And obviously, he's 35. He's not getting any younger. The guy on the other side who we once loved, or twice loved, I guess we could say, LeBron James, he's 38. And what he has done, he's still going strong. 21-8-8 in the last game. He hasn't had a huge playoff performance. He had 30-10-6 against Minnesota to get them out of the play-in. LeBron did have that 20-point, 20-rebound game against Memphis, but he scored 15, 22, 22, 23, 21. He only took 11 shots in the last game. It's the first time in his playoff career that he did not take a shot in the first quarter. We know how many playoff games he's been in. A lot. They advance, I believe, he'll pass Derek Fisher for the most playoff series one, I, I think, either that or played in, something along those lines. You know, LeBron has some games. And that's not up for debate. LeBron isn't that same guy right now. He doesn't have to be because he has Anthony Davis, the unibrow. 25-13-3-3-4. Did a lot of work at the foul line in the last game. That was also the case in game one. When he scores at least 25, the team is 2-0 in this series. He's blocked 11 shots, 4 steals, 12 assists. The people that said he was done, he was washed, they're not fully wrong. When he fails to stay healthy, Anthony Davis is nothing more than a massive contract on the books. And there have been discussions about that. What his future is, if he's still got it, should they keep him? Can he afford to play this much? But... He's shutting all of us up by playing these 40 minutes a game right now. He's getting out there, and he's looking really, really good. It's scary. You know, it depends who you're rooting for in this series. Honestly, I started out going for the Lakers. I feel like deep down I'm going for the Warriors. Our rivalry with them is gone. And I just love to see more of Steph and of Clay. just think it will be a lot of fun to watch more of them, see them continue to get out there and make things happen. But we'll see. For tonight's game, it, it's going to be another thriller. I'm going to go with the Warriors on the road. They won twice against Sacramento. They didn't win many road games in the regular season. As a matter of fact, how many road games did they win? They were 11-30 and 30 away from home. That's right, 11-30. and 30. Pretty darn bad. In the postseason, they're 2-2 two and two away from home. That's okay. 
They're going to win tonight. This series is, is meant to go the distance. Got them tonight. If you've seen that video of the dog uh, circulating on Instagram and on TikTok, on Twitter, shooting the ball into the laundry basket to pick the winner of each game, the dog has gone 3-0 and so far. That dog had the Warriors losing this game and then coming back from 3-1. If LeBron blows a 3-1 lead to Steph, that would be one of the greatest full-circle comebacks in NBA playoff history. Not the same for a legacy, but I think if Curry wins this series and ends up with another ring, he's moving way up the all-time rankings. If LeBron gets this ring as a seven seed, his impact on this would be by far the smallest on a team's playoff run, but still it would arguably, arguably, and I'm on Team MJ GOAT, give him even more ammo and a better case for being better than MJ. And everyone's entitled to their opinion. You know, everyone's going to side with MJ or LeBron. Some people think another player is the GOAT, and it depends on their era and where their loyalties are because none of us can be fully neutral, and that's just the truth. As a Cavs fan, you'd think I'd have the LeBron allegiance, but obviously he's not a Cavs lifer. I'm a huge fan of the game itself. I'm not just going to give LeBron that edge because of that. I just think Jordan's career, the three rings, the retirement, coming back in March, then having a 60-point playoff game a month later after almost two full years out of the game. After that season, they come back, they win three more, hangs it up again. Even if he was done then and there, I still think he's the GOAT, but he plays two pretty good seasons with the Wizards who went 38 and 44 in both of those years. Not perfect, but good enough to somewhat be in the playoff conversations. Played with some featured Cavs, including Brendan Haywood and Larry Hughes on those teams. And I think his best is best. As good as LeBron is, the best, best, the best peak I still feel like is Michael Jordan. So we got two other playoff series to discuss, and then we will wrap this one up. The Suns and the Nuggets, it's 2-2. I'd actually recorded some content I was thinking about getting out there about Phoenix is done, Chris Paul's out, no depth. With Terrence Ross, Landry Shamit, Jock Landale coming in. Shout out to Jock, Delvadova's teammate with Australia this summer. Landale, 6-9, over the last two games. His first real minutes since the series opener against the Clippers. It's his first year away from San Antonio. His second in the NBA. Floor space in five. He's looked good. Shaman in the fourth quarter was looking like Kyle Korver. My goodness. Did not see that coming at all. Was not on my bingo card. And Terrence Ross, I was wondering when he'd get on the court. As for Denver, well, Nikola Jokic hung for, what, 53 yesterday? Top 10 playoff performance all time. And they lost. It's the fifth time ever a guy's had 50 and 10. He had 53, 4, and 11, shooting 20 for 30. Where was everybody else? KCP was bad. Bruce was bad. Michael Porter Jr. was horrible. I think it's time to either go Vlatko or Ish Smith, Reggie Jackson, get someone else off the bench. Jeff Green's play has slipped a bit. Christian Brown hasn't done too much on either side. Maybe his defense is still there. I feel like he's not impacting the game in a big way. They got Ish Smith and Reggie Jackson, who have been around a long time. You know, they got Vlatko Chancho. I know he can play. If you want to go a little bigger, give DeAndre a couple minutes when Jokic sits. Try something new. Phoenix has your number right now. They got the two best scorers in the league at the moment, other than Jimmy Butler and 
Booker and Durant, who obviously are the best ISO players, but Jimmy does lead the playoffs in points. Try something else. Phoenix did. It worked. What do you got to lose, Mike Malone? You pretty much got to go to a finals at some point, or you're going to start to feel some job pressure. That job security might dwindle a little bit. Yes, he's on a very good job. They're a one seed. It's not the first time they're a one seed. But how many times have they been to the conference finals with Nikola Jokic? One. That was, what, four years ago? Also, Matt Ishbia, get out of here, man. That was, that was a clown move. Pretending to flop when Jokic was coming in. He wanted the ball to get play going. And then he holds it. Jokic tries to grab it. It's knocked away. Ends up with Josh Okogi. That one fan sitting on his opposite side got ejected. Didn't eject Isaiah Thomas. NBA legend Isaiah Thomas, not NBA all-star in the modern day Isaiah Thomas. ISIAH, who was also sitting next to Matt Ishbia. There were some rumors about him taking a role with the Suns. That hasn't been official yet. But Ishbia, that was clown behavior. I'm on Team Jokic. He did nothing wrong. He wanted the ball. He wanted to play. And you didn't give it to him. He got a tech, which was kind of stupid. It's a point that cost them. Obviously, Mike Malone wasn't having it either. Good to see him back and his guy. And Matt Ishbia made that statement, that tweet about, oh, don't suspend him. Nothing wrong. But, dude, you instigated. What are you What are you doing? Apologize for your actions. You're a billionaire. You're an own, you own the team, homie. And you're just... But trying to get under the skin of the best player on the other team by holding on to the ball, it's, give it. You're not bigger than the game, man. Don't act like you're bigger than the game. You're a part of the league. You're investing a lot of money to being a part of your organization. Don't get involved. What, what are you doing? So I don't think he's getting in any trouble or getting fines. Mark Cuban's the owner we know of all of them that gets fined the most for his statements and comments. But come on, Matt Ishbia. A lot of people are still learning who you are in the NBA world if they don't. On the younger side, the younger fans may not know your, your accolades and what you do, and they're learning. Don't do this. Be better than that. This is your first go-round. Thank you for getting Robert Sarver out of there. Thank you very much. Very happy he's gone. But come on, man. And as for the series, I think Suns and Seven is, is what's going to happen. The next time we're on, by the way, or the next show, the, for, next week's first show will be a conference finals preview of the two series that are left. So we're going to revisit if that's correct. And on the other one, I'm going to go Heat and Six. We got Heat and Six. We got Warriors and Seven. And now we got Nuggets losing. So we got Phoenix and Seven. One other series, it's Philly and Boston. What a joy this one has been. James Harden has had two great games and two horrible games. Two game winners for the beard. And two games where it's like, what are you doing, man? Do you even want to be on the court? It, it has been something, to say the least. Something to see. And... And beats out his moments. He's dealing with a lot of injury here. Maxi and Harris have been up and down. As for Boston, it all comes down to Jalen Brown. He wants more touches, and that's on a day where he was very good for most of the game. They only got 16 shots. It's four straight playoff games in this series, by the way. Four games in a row he's had under 20 field goal attempts. 
Eight for 10, nine for 17, eight of 18, 10 of 16. If he wants the ball, he's just got to go get it. He's a hell of a player. Career highs this year in field goal percentage, rebounds, points, minutes. He did a lot. Although it's also the fourth year in a row he's played under 70 games. I will admit, though, that only two of these years have featured 82. So he's got to keep himself on the court better in the regular season. But he, he could be all NBA for the first time. He brings a lot of value to the court. He really does. And I think he deserves a little more credit, maybe. Just a little, right? A little bit more credit? Yeah? What do we say? He should get more touches. Last four years now, he's averaged at least 20 points. Two All-Stars in the last three years. Just get him his touches. On this series, I feel like whoever gets game five, or excuse me, it's only, it's yeah, whoever gets game five, thought, thought for a second game four was happening. Game four is done. Game five winner determines the winner. And honestly, I'd love for it to be Philly, get something new, make them appear in the conference finals for the first time since Allen Iverson got him there 20, 23 years ago. And on the other, on the other hand, Boston was just there. They're still kind of a rival. But the Celtics, I think, are going to be too hard to overcome. So I'm going to go Celtics in seven. This will also go seven. So, yes, that is what, three or four series I got going seven. It's going to be a great weekend if we get all these game sevens. I do believe that they would be happening over the weekend, any of these game sevens. With the schedules out now, it'll be Saturday and Sunday. Or maybe they'd all be Sunday. Quadruple header. Game seven, baby. Yeah. Because after this week, when we get to next week, doubleheaders are gone. Hello, a little more sleep. No more starts after 9 p.m. Eastern. Booyah! Not anymore. But I digress. These playoffs are going to be great. So I mentioned a couple of guests will be coming on next week. Looking forward to keeping the rhythm going, getting more into Network 216, making some video content for y'all. But that's going to wrap today. This is Zach Weiss saying so long from the latest edition of Across the Cavs. And, of course, head to Network 216 on YouTube. Like, subscribe, watch all the content. We got a lot more coming. And for the podcast itself, Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, type in Across the Cavs, rate, review, spread the word. Peace. (laughs) 